Hey, this is the Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 322. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan. We're going to return with a classic deck deck. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Once again, the sun is going down into our eyes. These night recordings are the pits. Yeah, and mm. you you definitely know what we're talking about if you're watching on YouTube. Which you fucking should be because Joe works really hard to make our asses look good. Yeah, and I haven't touched my hat since the pre-show so I can still do this. And my shirt still very bright. Yes. Yes, this shirt yes. got stolen from me, made into tie-dye by my wife and son. And then given back to me as a present, and I was like, "Hey, why didn't you get me a size large?" And she's like, "Oh, I stole that shirt from you. It was one of your, it's one of your undershirts for your suit." I was like, "Oh, now thanks. it's still an undershirt for your suit." Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. I just wear it on the outside now. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. It's 1998. Yeah, or 2022. I don't know what the hell year it is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Point, what is time? The point is, a whole bunch is going down. We've got people to thank, story to tell, classic deck tech to do that's reminiscent of one of my favorite decks we've ever talked about in the history of the whole show. But before we get to any of that, we have to thank our official business, Daddy's FusionGamingOnline.com. Jeez. Your source for all your gaming needs. Yes, I made a Fusion gamingonline.com order today did you use special promo code cco spring to save five percent on all that shit you were gonna buy anyway i did good i did and in the past i have also used cco perks promo code to get 10 percent store kickback when i spend over a hundred dollars canadian which if you watch the pre-show you would know is like four dollars us also yes they ship to united states and other countries. So if you want to order singles, use the promo codes on stuff that's on sale. Mm. Mostly. <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> you can cash in double promo codes, on sale stuff. They ship everywhere. You get a discount. Doing all that lets them know that their boys at CCO and their partnership is a good one. Which it totally is because we're awesome. Yeah, very mm. much so. Yeah, very much. Speaking of being awesome. I want to jump into it because we've got some podcasting business. And then, like you said in the intro, classic deck tech reminiscent of one of your favorite decks of all time. Mm -hmm. We got to do a special or something on like all time favorite decks or like classic decks. You know, like it's like the 1969 Camaro or or the, you know, the 1964 Impala. You know what I mean? They're just classic. Yeah, that car that George Jetson used to drive around in that flies and folds up into a briefcase. Yes, but. Magic decks equivalent. Yes. Yes. We got to do that today. Not that. No. We've got podcasting business to take care of first. We've got, uh, I guess, some 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 classic business, and then some patrons, and then some giveaways. Where do you want to start? Giveaways, because we always forget them. We always forget them. We got two today. One is uh, is the booster pack game giveaway from last week. What's number two though? Number two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw what you did there. Yeah. Number one of the two giveaways okay. is the Booster Pack game last week on the pre-show. If you guessed Coma, Serpent's Butthole, Coil, yeah. or whatever it was. Coma. Yeah. Coma, you were entered in to win, and that person who guessed Coma and is also the winner is David Bonson. That sounds like a real name. David Bonsai. I like that better. Yeah. I bet David. you eats like a four four-gallon tub full of rice. Right before he goes into the ring on some kind of air, like what is it? What was that? An aircraft carrier? I think it's body slammed by a low rent Hulk Hogan. 
Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Well, if that's you. That's a Yokozuna reference. If you're out there in the nation, you don't know who Yokozuna is, you owe it to yourself to look him up because yep. he is very important on the modern wrestling product that we still watch today. Yeah, I I I usually get Yokozuna references because I like to make them and then ridicule people who don't get them. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get that one. Didn't get that one? Is that what it feels like? That's what that feels like. Mm-hmm. Kind of up my Yokozuna game, I guess. Mm-hmm. I got to gain like 400 pounds. <laughs> 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 Easier said than done, I guess. Uh, okay, David Bonson, if that's you, you get after us. CommanderCookit at gmail.com. You let us know if you want to. Booster pack, sticker pack, or token pack. The most popular prize is the token pack still. Neat. And uh, you let us know your address, including your city, state, country, or city, province, and... uh Postal code. Postal code, or yeah. Or zip code. Or... Yeah, yeah. We had uh, we had a guy, he just emailed me back before the show. He's like, oh, I'm such an idiot. Because he's like, yeah, there's my address. But he didn't give me the city or the state or the fucking country he lives in. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's good. <laughs> I wonder if you could like maps it and like. Tried multiples. multiples. Oh, there's lots of that one. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah, it was like Smith Crescent. Or like or 318 Main Street. Yeah, exactly. Tower Road. Every, every yeah. little country road like town in where we live it's got yeah. a tower road railroad avenue yeah yeah we live in a railway province yeah so you get after us on our system or else you ruin it for everybody you don't want to be that guy because we will um call you out yep and i have a cue ball now and i will use it oh yeah i'm waiting to, this is i'm skipping ahead in the podcast business but the cue ball did make an appearance on the cco experience bellevue recap slash hype video Hell yeah. Wow, man, I laughed so hard <laughs> on two separate occasions when I was putting it together. I, I kind of finished it this morning, Ooh. and it's so funny. Good. It's so funny. So many fun, fun-ass memories. But I'm jumping ahead. That's podcast business. We're still giving stuff away. Okay. I, speaking of Bellevue, had some extra booster packs and stuff that somehow ended up not being opened or turned into liquid and peed out, a.k.a. openflippy.drinky. Ah, uh, yes, I yes. understand, yes. And... Uh, I wanted to give those away with um, like some CCO tokens and stickers and booster packs, like a little prize pack oh, yeah. for people who help us out on social media. That is like a, a share, a retweet, a subscribe. Look at your boys putting the curtains yeah. down. A boy Donovan coming yep. through in a clutch, man. I love that guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, that yeah. is him walking past in front of us. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see his shadow. Yeah, for sure. And uh, anyways, I've got a winner. Okay. I've got a winner for that. It was a new sub from YouTube. This is... Pays to be a subscriber, so if you're not subscribed, you should subscribe. Mm-hmm. William N. Bill N. If that's you, same things apply. Honor system, you'll ruin it for everybody because I can't like contact you through YouTube, I don't think. Yeah. So commandercookout at gmail.com. You let us know it's you. Let us know that you're the winner. What your address is, we'll send you some shit, and it's going to be awesome. One of the CCO Spice rating stickers that I had left over, somebody wrote a 69 on it. Nice. Don't know who it was. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that. Podcasting business. Real quick, we got a okay. new patron to thank. Okay. Thank. Yeah, thank. Yeah. With, with a with a benefit of a CCO nickname. Benefit. Which everybody's favorite in the Discord, which is an actual benefit. Yes. <laughs> We've got Asher Boyer. Oh, that's easy. It's ass boil. As soon as you have ash, it's immediately ass. That's how it is. Boil. Because everybody loves a good ass boil. <laughs> yeah. Whether it be a boil on your ass or an ass that is being boiled. Yeah, like a, like a crawfish boil. Yeah. Except with ass. Yeah, boiled ass. 
Ooh, don't Google that. No, no, doubt, no, 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 no. no. I wonder if anybody's into that. Uh, probably no kink shaming in the nation. Hey, yeah, that's right. But you know what? Uh, yeah, welcome aboard, ass boil. We're yeah, happy to have you. For and that's sure. the that's the only time anybody's ever been happy to have an ass boil. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait for that ass boil to get finger blasted in the Discord. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you can. I wouldn't Google that one either, to be honest. No, <laughs> no. But if you want to get finger blasted in the Discord, you can head on over to patreon.com slash CCO podcast. Find a reward tier that's right for you. There's sign up gifts like the stickers and the tokens that you cannot win if you don't play the booster pack game. But if you want them anyways, you can get them by becoming a patron. Mm-hmm. You can go to commandercookout.com slash store. Another great way to support because then you can just purchase whatever you want yeah. <laughs> instead of trying to win which it's is like buying singles yeah it's fantastic except cheaper unless you use the promo code there you go we yeah got there it. you go we and 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 the final way to support is the donate button we did have somebody donate holy second guy ever holy shit yeah, that's a hundred percent increase in donation that's wild yeah so if you want to donate there's a button on commandercoco.com like main page over on the right hand side that's where it is i checked if you're on mobile i have no idea because it's formatted different <laughs> it's going to take us to uh magic 30 in vegas well i was looking at um i was looking at getting some some booster packs and some catering and stuff and that's what the donations are are for Okay. We're gonna be we're gonna be getting the booster packs from the business daddies. Uh, we're gonna be bringing them with us, mm-hmm. and that way Brando and Ryan can get a discount on them because the business daddies will help us out, ah. which is fantastic. Donations yeah. go a long way, and then we'll get some catering on uh, probably somebody who lives in Las Vegas's recommendation. Does that mean we're gonna get a bunch of beer like flown in? Well, oh, we get them delivered by drone. To our balcony. Ooh. That sounds like a really America thing. The more stories I've been telling about my experience in Bellevue, like with burgers with tacos on them, yep. and how I wanted to cut it in half with a gun, but then I didn't because I'm only Canadian. I'm not yeah. actually American, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right? And I, how it was midnight, and like we got a knock on the door, and we're like, uh-oh. It's the beer delivery. And then it was the, the beer delivery, yeah. Is it the cops telling us to shut up? Man, so I'm very excited to experience more like over-the-top American shit, and I think the next thing that could be done is drone beer delivery right to the patio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I assume they have that in America. They have to. And yeah. it's Vegas. Yeah. Like, if you're going to have it anywhere, Though it's going to be there. Though, if, if it is there, nobody would ever say, because you can't really say when you leave Vegas. Why not? Well, because what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. How fucking sick of that are ev- is everybody who lives in Vegas, hey? Like, yeah, man. Like, you just said that to me. Like, it just sucked all the soul, my yeah. will to live out. Yeah. Now, speaking of suck, we've got a guy that's got a ball sack (laughs) on his chin. Yes, we do. And that's not, historically, that's not the part that gets eh, sucked. But Well, I mean, whatever. There's no kink shaming in the nation. Yeah. Give him a read. And his name's Dong. Hey! Dong Zhu the Tyrant is a 3-3, what is it, a human soldier for Red 4. Relevant creature types. Solid. And whenever he enters the battlefield, target creature and opponent controls deals damage equal to its power to its controller. Cool. Yeah. So you, you you can punish people for playing big guys. Yeah. Like, oh, nice 10-10, asshole. Oh, does it have infect? Oh. Die. Yeah. Man, can we give Dong Zhao or whatever his name? Dong Zhao? Dong Zhu. Dong, Dong Zhao? Dong Zhu. Dong. Can we give Dong Flash? That would be cool. Uh, I mean, Maybe. I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it doesn't super matter. So this is patron patron supporter Jeff Castle. That's and I got to get this right. Jaw Freak 
asshole. Yeah. Joffreak arsehole. Joffreak asshole. That definitely sounds like something we'd come up with. Yes. Man, those nicknames are the best. We're super good at them. Yeah. So this is Geoff Castle's first deck on Commander Cookout, and it's our first deck tech in, dang, a good long while. Yeah, quite a while, yeah. And yeah. it's it's very reminiscent of one of my very, very favorite decks ever submitted to the show, which was that Kazool Tyrant of the Cliffs forced attacky stacky deck. Mm. Oh, so good. I talk about the deck all the time. I can send a link to Ryan and put it in the description if you want to look at that oh. one. But that's not what's important right now. What is important is this Dong deck. Dong which, deck. Which I, I was telling Ryan before the show, I think, just from reading through the list, if I was to explain the Kazool Tyrant of the Cliffs deck, it's like, oh, I want to play this. Everyone's like, okay, sure, yeah, we'll play against that. That sounds interesting. Yep. But then you explain this one, which is basically the same deck, but, like, less mean. Everybody would be like, no, no, it's a goad deck. Goad, ooh, what are you, bad? Yep. And that's what the conversation would sound like. There's your rule zero right there. <laughs> did it for you. What are you, bad? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes, I am. Have you ever heard Commander Cookout? Yeah, have you ever listened to the show? Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're terrible. Yeah, yeah, that's what I tell people. So, here's the thing. You're playing this Stax Light Kazool Mono Red deck, yeah. and you make it sound like, oh, it's fine. Yeah, it's super fun. And it is. And it is, and it super is fun. actually yeah. just super fine to play against because, yeah. like, Kazool, I've always found in my experience, he doesn't do a whole ton. Yeah. Because I just won't attack you until I'm ready to fucking kill you. Yeah. Right? This deck, while it has kind of the same shell, sort of a red kind of control list with a bunch of, like, mana and artifact stuff like a red deck mm -hmm. but it makes your opponent's attack just not you yeah yeah not you so if i wanted to pay the mana when i attacked you if you're playing um kazool mm -hmm. to avoid you getting what are they ogres or ogres shreks yeah i could do that but in this deck if i get my guys goaded I can't pay any amount of mana to attack you until you're the last dude left, because that's what Goad is. Yep. And what's special about this deck is it's got a couple cool ways to make sure that when there's only one guy left, you can close out the game. You just slap the shit out of him. Which is like a, a common kind of complaint of Goad.deck is it has no way to close out the game, because Goad creatures sometimes aren't that good. Yeah. Goad is what you're playing them Four. Yes. So where yes. do you want to start? Do you want to start with some arties and, and get the um the mana rocks out of the way? Okay, let's get oh, oh man. Hey, are we gonna like switch over to cards? Are we gonna switch to cards? Are we gonna do that? I Joe, I don't know if Joe likes that or doesn't like that, but I know what we are gonna do. We're gonna have a spice calculator, we're oh gonna have a card of the week. Holy we're gonna have shit. like a strength and weaknesses section. This is gonna be like Commander Cook out of old. Wow. Cool, hey. Uh, let's let's switch let's, over to them cards and we'll talk some mana rocks. Then. Yeah. Sorry, Joe, or um You're welcome. Yeah. All right, so just like times of old, we're gonna blast through these mana rocks as quickly as possible. Sure. And then we'll move on to some other more interesting artifacts. So we got a Sol Ring, we've got a Pyromancer's Goggles that has the benefit also of copying your instants and sorceries if you use the mana to do that. We got a Mind Stone, we have a Hedron Archive, a Gilded Lotus, a Gauntlet of Power, a Felwar Stone, an Extra Planar Lens, a Caged Sun, and an Arcane Signet. Whoa. Do you consider Caged Sun and Gauntlet of Power and, I guess, to a lesser extent, Extra Planar Lens, do you consider those ramp slash mana rocks? Yeah. Or are those, like, big mana package? Yeah, they're, they're ramp, I guess whatever. it's kind of all the same they're thing. There to, they're there. Nobody gives... Everybody forgets, I think, that Caged Sun and 
gauntlet of might actually make your dudes bigger too. Nobody mm-hmm. puts those in there to make their dudes bigger. No, no, that's like a that's like a benefit. It's that's a like a tertiary. Yeah, benefit it's like a, like an extra. Yeah, everybody's yeah. like, I want to jump from eight mana to sixteen mana next turn. That's yeah. what I want. Yeah, that's why people are playing those that's cards. Freaking want. Therefore, they're ramp cards. Yeah, just easy yeah. as pie. So what else do we have for artifacts? We'll just okay. keep going here. We got sculpting steel, which is basically clone dot artifact. <laughs> so a mana rock. Good clones an artifact. An O stone or oblivion stone if you want to. Hey, yeah, this is a removie. This is um three, but you pay four once it's on the battlefield. So seven total already Jeez. to put a fate counter on something. You can see why this card's a little bit fallen out of favor. Mm-hmm. Used to be expensive. Now it's uh, thirty nine cents. Yeah. After that, you pay five. <laughs> <laughs> so so for the, the low cost of. 12 mana. Yeah. Sacrifice sacrifice O Stone. Destroy each non-land permanent with a, without a fate counter on it. And then remove all fate counters from all permanents. So you get to like choose one thing. And then everything else goes. Howling Mine. That's a card draw spell. Helm of the Host. That's a copy your guy spell. Yo, Helm of the Host in this deck is very, very good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if you clone your Dongzu... Oh, yeah, can, two dongs. You can use those big creatures and ricochet damage into people's faces. And once we get into some other creatures here, you'll see there's some other opportunities that oh, we might have. Oh, yeah. Do you go dong? You whap, you whap your dong out onto the table, yeah. deal 10 to somebody, yeah. helm of the host, move to combat, yeah. make another dong, deal 10 again. That's right. Cool. That's pretty good. Does it have to attack? At the beginning of combat on each of your turns, create a token that's a copy of equipped creature. Oh, you don't even have to attack. No. So you don't care if he doesn't got haste. Oh, yeah. So good. Cool. It's very, very, very good. There's one. Oh, Butt Thirsty Blade. I like that one. Oh, yeah. Well, hold on. Font of Mythos. I was going to criticize this deck for not having a ton of card draw, but it's got that symmetrical card draw. That's fine. Yeah. It's to make the game fun. Font of Mythos. And then, yeah, Butt Thirsty Blade. That's the one that copies, right? No, it's go- no. that's a gold one. Yeah, that's a. But but forged battle ass. Yes, is the one you're thinking yes. of. This one is our first gold card. Bloodthirsty blade is a two drop equipment. Equips for uh, one. One attach it at what the attach. You can equip it to your opponent's. Oh stuff. yeah. And since equip can't actually equip an opponent's creature, you use the attach butthirsty blade to opponent's. Con- fucking dude it gets plus two plus oh has to attack each turn can't attack you oh it's goaded i was like you go to thing when it attacks but no it's goaded so yeah. it can't attack us yes yeah. okay that's our first gold card i already didn't know how it worked <laughs> <laughs> that's why i'm so good and then the uh the last one we have is a blade of selves which is enchanted cre- or equipped creature gets myriad which is awesome with dongs out too yeah that's because right. you equip them and attack and you get three more you get two more because you don't get one for yourself. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then they dong everybody, right? So it's they just dong no. Hard. You get three more. Nah. Whenever it attacks for each opponent, oh. other than defending player, you other make than, other than defending player. You oh get yeah, two. you get two more. Come so on, you, you man. get three total. That's what I was thinking of. You yes. get three total. Yes. So you go dong, equip it, give it haste. Ah uh, no, we don't got haste enablers, do we? Nah, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Just equip dong, swing in, do damage. Sweet. Sweet. Okay, let's look at um, let's look at some of the, I don't know, enchantments because that's kind of what's going to give us the feel of the deck. Sure. In addition to it, in in addition to it feeling like a mono red deck. What? Is that really how much this card costs? Wow, War's Toll going up. Yeah, doing work. Give it a read. Costing money. It's an enchantment for red three. Whenever an opponent taps a land for mana, tap all lands that player controls. If a creature an opponent controls attacks. 
all creatures they control attack if able. Get wrecked. That's pretty good. So you goad one guy, which in effect then doesn't really goad the rest of them, but the rest of the team has to go too, maybe. That could be good, although those other ones could attack you, which you got to be careful Well, unless with. they're also goaded. Well, if they're also goaded, but they're probably not. Well, the goal is to goad as many things mm-hmm. as, as, as possible. It also taps things out. Super good card. Yeah, why don't you... It taps things out. It shuts off like multiple sorceries or instance. It like shuts off the player from doing like at the end of your turn, I'll do a thing. Oh, and then at the end of your turn, I'll do a thing. And at the end of your turn, I'll do a thing. Yep. Right? Yep. Not anymore. Good ass card. Why don't you read the next one? Why don't you read all these cards? Because you know what these all do. Because they're all my favorite cards. Yeah. Mirror March. Love this card. Enchantment for red five. Whenever a non-token creature comes into play under your control, flip a coin. Until you lose a flip. For each flip you won, create a token that's a copy of that creature. Those creatures gain haste. Sack them at the end of turn. Cool. So or we... exile them at the beginning of the next end step. Those yeah. technically are different. Whatever. We keep mentioning, like, cloning or copying Dong Zhao. Yeah. But that's just because we haven't gotten to any of the other creatures yeah. yet. But we will. But we will. And, again, just keep an eye out for Goad because that is uh, going to be important, I mm-hmm. think. Dictaste of the Twin Gods is a Furnace of Wrath that costs five mana that has flash. So it doubles damage is what that means. Curse of Opulence. You own everything. Opulence. People will get that reference. You Mm -hmm. don't. Other people out there will get it. That's a curse for one red. Enchant target player. Whenever a creature attacks enchanted player, you as the owner of the card and the attacking player each create a gold token. Gold. As we all know, superior to treasure because you can tap it after, or you can sack it after you tap it. Gold yes. was a mistake. You think treasure was a mistake? Gold was a mistake. Man. Treasure is fixed gold. Yeah. Yeah. So there's uh, that. There's so many, so many things I want to talk about when you compare gold to treasure yeah. and like the world economy and why when something happens, you should invest in gold when the markets crash. Even though gold is technically like what most treasure is. You know what I mean? Like if I was to find a treasure, I would expect it to be made of gold for the most part. That is a fallacy. I think. All gold is treasure, but not all treasure is gold. I don't think (laughs) gold is treasure. Some gold is crap. Like the cursed gold, like if you steal it and then you can't die? Yeah, exactly. You ever ever read Dark Sun, man? Buddy steals this big gold bar and this whole city in the sand rises up and all these zombies come out. Oh, I was talking about Pirates of the Caribbean. Chasing them and shit. Or you steal the gold and the leprechaun comes and kills your friends with a pogo stick? Oh, yeah? Yeah, dude. Gold's messed up. We got a butt moon. Oh, yeah, butt moon. Everybody knows butt moon. Perfectly fair and reasonable card, especially in mono red decks. Everybody should play it if you're playing mono red. It makes all lands mountains. Yeah, it does. All sorry, non-basic lands. Yeah, mountains. exactly. People say, why don't they put a? Why don't they make a red? What is it? Urborg or whatever. It's called Blood. It's Moon. called Blood Moon, <laughs> baby, and it's awesome. And the last one we have a Bedlam. It is an enchantment for red, red two creatures can't block. This is a fantastic card in this set. Yes, or in this deck. This is an awesome card in this deck because as you're as you're going to see, CCO Nation. Nobody's going to be able to block. Yeah. Everybody's got to go. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> over the wall and nobody's man in those walls, full baby. Full send. <laughs> so oh, good. Man. Should we talk about some creatures or instants and sorceries? I feel like the instants and sorceries, we need some kind of... Now, wait, let's do the sorceries. Fuck sure. Do the sorceries, creatures, instants. Kay. Then everybody knows what we're about. So we got Blasphemous Act, By Force, Chain Reaction, 
Those are all some version of kill everything in play. Yeah. We got a chaos warp. No, chaos warp is an instant. Never mind. Here we go. Brass's bounty. There we go. Oh, this is for each land you control, create a treasure token. That costs seven. I'm super soft on this card. I really am. Yeah. You know what? It functions for one turn like a ritual like, 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 like caged sun would. I want to go from six mana to 12 mana. But you have to tap seven mana to go to. Well, yeah, that's right? what I mean. So you you got to come to the next turn. Exactly and then... the same as caged sun. I got to mm -hmm. go to six. To, to get it, and then next turn I'll get 12 or 14 if I play a land. Yeah. This one makes me go from 7 to 14 or 15 next turn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If there's, if there's a payoff that's good enough, then I think that cards like this and other rituals and extra planar lenses and cage stones are good. But if you're playing them just because you want to make 14 mana, I don't know. Play anything that costs seven that does something. Yeah, I mean, play whatever you want, but I I don't know. I'm kind of soft on brass. Especially if you accelerate into it. It's like, what, it makes you three? Yeah. You get like three <laughs> treasures for it? Yeah. I'm going to go Soul Ring, Mana Rock, go. Turn to uh, Brass's Bounty. Ah, uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. Well, let's see if there's any payoffs in the future. How about Disrupt Decorum? The, the gold card. The gold. This isn't a gold card. It's the gold this card. This is the gold card. So you go like this. Red, red, two... Go to all creatures you don't control. <laughs> and what that means is, because we haven't really, I mean, lots of people know, but in case you don't, until your next turn, those creatures attack each combat, if able, and attack a player other than you, if able. Yeah. Can I? Here's a CCO idea. Okay. Here's an, here's an idea that I want somebody to send in on Discord or email. Okay. You know what the Chronotog combo is? Yeah. Where Chronotog stasis, you skip your next turn and nobody can untap because you have a stasis? Yeah. Can I just, like, disrupt decorum and then skip all my turns and I can never get attacked and you guys have to attack each other? That's kind of yeah, cool, eh? I guess the last guy would just draw himself to death because he can't attack you, hey? Well, no, he can once you're the only player. Oh, then no, you probably couldn't do that because then if you skipped all your turns, he would just attack you until you died. Yes. Yeah. Dang it. No, it doesn't work. There's there's other ways to make sure that you can't die when uh, you have Chronotog skip your turn combo, hey? Yeah. That are better than goading. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I still want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> we have a gamble. We all know gamble. That's a Tootski. We got an insurrection. Man. Ah, oh, man. We're playing dongs and insurrections. Yeah, this is classic shit. Yeah. I had to take a pill just to fucking shuffle my deck up. <laughs> insurrection is the classic, well, you're going to pay eight. Let's win the game card. It gives you control of all creatures in play. Untap them. They gain haste. Do you remember when this was the most powerful red card in the format? I do. Those are the days, eh? I do. I miss Ooh, those days the sometimes. Good old days. What's our last source? Let's talk about a card with art that you can hear. What? You, you can hear the art on this card. Look at that little person in the front. You know, <laughs> she's going, just like that. And what? you know she is. This is spectacular showdown. Yeah, everybody look at the card on the screen because you're watching on YouTube and just picture, because that's what that little person is saying. And it's amazing. Oh, you know what? You know what? Only 60% of the people that are watching on YouTube are actually subscribed. What? Just because I made that little shriek, I'd think that the other 40% would just mutilate that like button. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Put a double double strike counter on the like button. Maybe. 
go to like yeah, overload the subscribe button. Oh, <laughs> that means that means you make a second account and subscribe again. That's right. <laughs> what does this card even do? It's a it, sorcery for red one. Put a double strike counter on target creature. Then goad each creature that had a double strike counter. Put on it this way, or you can overload it for red, red, red four. So, so you, you give all oh. your opponents create, give everything double strike, and then everything has double strike and beats in. Everything is double strike and goaded, and you have your bedlam out. Yes. Oh, and nobody can block. Yes. Everybody is gonna eat a whole dirt sandwich. Yeah. Oh man, the, the, I'm gonna tenderize the meat with my dong, and then I'm gonna hit you with it twice. Now, one of the downsides to this card is it does goad all of your dudes too. So huh? unless you've been efficiently goading your opponent's creatures. You're going to swing in with your double striking bros into like a wall of other double striking bros. So, a little, some yin and some yang. You some play this post combi. You play this post combat. Why would you do that? All your dudes have double strike. Well, what if I don't got dudes though? Or my dudes are small. Well, then you need to get a scrub. If I got a small dong, I play this post combat. Get- and then during my next turn. Uh, they're not going in anymore. Coward. Uh, yes. And I call you yes. a chicken. And I do the dance. I'm doing the dance right now. <laughs> that's what you are. So that's all the that's all the sorceries. Let's do some creech. Okay. All right. Here we go. We're because gonna start. W- l- there's going to be some that we go a little bit fast, and then there's going to be some that we'll pay particular attention to. We, we'll talk intricacies. Particularly when we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we got a Warmonger Hellkite. All creatures attack each combat if able. Attacking creatures you control get fire breathing also. Uh-uh. Uh, it's red one. Attacking creatures get plus one, plus plus oh. oh. So you can fire breathe your opponent's team if you want. Oh, yeah. yeah I want to fire breathe my opponent's team when they have double strike and nobody can fucking block. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love oh. this deck. Oh, this, I love this creature. This guy's so good. Way, way not played enough. Vishino Heretic. Agreed. Vishino Heretic is a 1-3 for red 2. You go red 1, tap, destroy target artifact, and then Vishino Heretic deals damage equal to that artifact's controller to equal to its casting cost. Yeah. Fuck, that was hard to say. Yeah, but it works. So like, oh, you got a caged sun? Take six. Take six butthole. Yeah. Way better than shatter. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's a gooder. Vengeful Ancestor. This is a goader. Hey, this is a go. This is Red Red 2, Flying Spirit Dragon, 3-4, enters the battlefield, goad target creature. This oh. would be another good one for Helm of the Host. Yeah. If it, when it enters the battlefield or attacks... You goad target creature. And whenever a goaded creature attacks, it deals one damage to its controller. Ooh. Yeah. Perfect win con for my Chronotog combo. <laughs> <laughs> Taunting Cobalt. Oh, yeah. This guy is a... Haste, when it attacks, goad target creature and opponent controls. So this guy's going to come down for red. He's going to attack. He's going to goad somebody. He's probably yeah. going to die. Yeah. <laughs> So here, here's a creature that I'm. I just uh, makes me sad every time I see him. Solemn simulacrum. Yeah, it doesn't even say gold on him. Yeah. Um, well, we're playing a solemn simulacrum. Yeah. Moving but on. We all know solemn. Magus of the wheel is wheel of fortune on legs. Yeah, which we can attack with. Yep. Which, if uh, he's got double strike or something, seems like a- attacking for six is cool. Check out life of the party. 
Life of the Party. This is a novel. Let's see if I can do it. It's a zero one elemental for red three. Are we doing okay so, so far? So far, so good. <laughs> okay. First strike, trample, haste. Oh, baby. Okay. Whenever life of the party attacks, it gets plus X plus zero until end of turn where X is the number of creatures we control. Sure. Okay. So it's a one, one with double strike or first strike. Sure. Whenever life of the party enters a battlefield, if it's not a token, each opponent creates a token. That's a copy of it. The tokens are goaded for the rest of the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just get it. We don't have to do anything with it. But they all get one. Yeah. And it's going to be big. Yeah. Can you imagine if this guy hit the table when I'm playing like Jetmere Sapperlings? Imagine It's if, a 2020. Imagine if you just rocked this with a blade of selves. Hell so you attack and make, yeah. make more of them, and oh. now they're all bigger, and then they get all dudes, and all their dudes are all bigger? Oh, yeah. Oh, if it's not a token, though. Because you're putting a token copy in the oh, that itself. Oh, that sucks. Dang. That sucks. Dang it. That sucks. This card sucks. Cut it. Well, they at least get one. Yeah, one. And it's going to be big. It's going to be like a 21. Yeah, let's move on to... What the fuck? Kamianu Battle Armor. Wow. That's a 2-2 two -two equipment dog. <laughs> it's got reconfigure, so it's a creature or an equipment. Right. And it's uh, equipped creature gets plus 2, plus 2, and has menace. It is a 2-2 two -two menace because they equip and do the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. Whenever whenever this card or equipped creature deals combat damage to a player, goad each creature that player controls. Each. Each. That's a good word. That is a good word. Personal friend of mine, Kazool Tyrant of the Cliffs. Yeah, there you go. Whenever a creature and opponent controls attacks, if we're the defending player... We create a 3-3 three, three red Shreky Ogre guy, unless they pay three. Correct. Cool. Imperial Recruiter. That's a that's a Tootski. Humble Defector. What does Imperial Recruiter find us? What is, Humble Defector. What is the best thing to find? Humble Defector, yeah. you. Uh, it's creature, human, rogue. You tap them, draw two cards. Target opponent gains control of Humble Defector. Activate only during your turn. Some people are really high on this card. Some people are not. I like it because, like, in casual games, I think it's fun. And yep. you can make some, you can do some political stuff with it. Probably not in this deck. In this deck, it's like, ah, fuck you. I'm drawing two cards. Yep. You can draw two cards. It's fine. And then just kind of see where it goes. But I don't know. I like this card, too. Yep. Target opponent gains control of it after. It's going to die because it's going to get goaded if we don't have it. Then somebody's going to block it to av avoid others from drawing cards, right? Well, or they'll just tap it to draw a card, and then it'll just always be tapped and never But attack. then they got to give it away. Yeah. And then somebody else would get it. That's right, and then they'll draw a card. Man. Yeah. I don't know if I like that card. Hellkite Tyrant. You like this one? Yeah, that's a good card right there. Yeah. This is a 6-5 Flying Trampling Dragon for 6. Uh, whenever it deals combat damage to a player, gain control of all arties that player controls. Then at the beginning of your upkeep, if you have 20 or more artifacts, you win the game. That is a secondary win con right there. Yippers. And one that I've seen more often than I would care to admit, actually win the game. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you put it in a like a treasure deck, it wouldn't be hard. This deck has 17, 18 artifacts in it. And, and a Brass's Bounty. And a Brass's Bounty. Plus... Treasure dot format, which is what EDH has turned into. Yeah. And everybody else's like mana rocks and stuff. Yep. It's pretty good. Here's what you find with your 
Imperial Recruiter. Yeah. You find Goblin Spy Master. Oh, yeah, that's a gooder. Yeah, you do. 2-1 Goblin Rogue for three with first strike at the beginning of each opponent's end step. That player creates a 1-1 red Goblin Creature token with creatures you control attack each combat if able. And that guy looks so badass. That's the most, second most badass looking <laughs> goblin that there you is. You caught yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't disparage my boy. What if yeah. he shows up later? Well, yeah, who knows? Who can say? Goblin diplomats. Oh, I love this one. This is me and you. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Which one's me and which one's you? I'm the little one down here pulling his face all apart. And, and I'm the one showing my ass. Yeah. <laughs> my whole ass. That's right. <laughs> oh, man, must be Twitter. Showing my whole ass. It uh, is a 2-1 for 2. You tap them. Each creature attacks this turn if able. Hell yeah. This, these are like pseudo goads. These are goads when you want to be brave. <laughs> <laughs> these are gutsy goads. You want to talk about goads? Let's talk about Geode Rager. Yeah. Not that... only does he have the word Rager right in his name, so you know he's good, he's kind of shaped like one too, which is cool. Yeah. And it... what he does is also good. And he he's... <laughs> And he's in a deck with a guy named Dong yeah. who's got a ball sack for a chin. Yep. We we went all the way, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, just all the way in all the way around and back again. All right. Well, this is a four three first striking elemental for red red four, landfall. Whenever a land ETB is under your control, goad each creature. Target player controls. That's right. Each one. Each of them. Each of them. Better if you have fetches, because then you can start goading two players at once. But that's not the kind of deck we're playing today. Suffice it to say, Geode Rager, awesome. This that guy makes me want to play the red Fetchlands just because of him. Yep. That is a good that's a good card in this deck because we don't ever want to be attacked. Correct. We just want to goad. That's right. Everybody else gets their lips slapped off. That get their dink stomped in the dirt. Yep. Fumiko the low blood. Uh, three, two for four. Bushido X where X is the number of attacking creatures. So what that means is whenever this creature blocks or becomes blocked, it gets plus X plus X until end of turn. And uh, that's going to be probably lots, I guess, because there's going to be, be lots of attacking creatures. She could be a big, big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, creatures your opponents control, <laughs> attack each turn. Nice. Yeah. Let's do Furbolg Flutist. I play this card. Yeah, you do? This is a giant barge, six drop, four, four, Enthralling performance, throbbing performance. That's what I'm yeah. calling it today. Engorged performance. <laughs> yes, to peasant performance. <laughs> okay. I don't know if that last one fits, but not fitting fits in with the theme. Yes. Yeah. Okay. When Furbolg Flutist enters the battlefield, gain control of target creature you don't control until end of turn. Untap it, it gains haste and myriad until end of turn. It's a cool card. Yeah. Yeah, man. So Myriad just makes a copy for each uh, each other opponent that it could attack. The copies gain haste, and you swing up with everybody. That's right. Cool. Ember Wild Captain. Hey. This is a 4-2 Jin Pirate. Yar. Yeah, for four. Enters the battlefield. You become the monarch. Cool. Hey, cool. Yeah, we got the biggest swinger. Uh, whenever an opponent attacks you while you're the monarch... Ember Wild Captain deals damage to that player equal to the number of cards in their hand. So that's like a little bit of an insurance card, I guess. Yeah. That's um that's gonna help us when we're the last player. Well, and, it's gonna keep and gold them doesn't work anymore. Right? And it's gonna keep them. It's gonna keep you drawing cards while they're swinging at each other because they can't get you. Therefore, they can't get the monarch. 
Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess if we have any of those like brave goads where we just make everybody attack, but they could attack us because they're, they're not goaded, um, people aren't going to want to attack us. So this is effectively doing what goad does unless they want to take a whole schwack of damage. Yeah. Oh, cool. Dracuseth Maw Flames. Hey, I think this card's good. We play this card? Yeah. Yeah, this is a 7-7 seven, seven flyer for 7. Whenever, when it enters a battle, no, when it attacks, it deals 4 damage to any target and 3 damage to each of up to 2 other targets. It's pretty good. So it does 4 and then 3 and then 3, plus it hits you for 7. Here's why Dracuseth is good. Why? It will 100% of the time either draw a counter spell, a spot removal spell, or wipe out three bros and hit somebody for seven. 100% of the time, it does something good. Yep. And if it's still alive next turn, it'll wipe out two more bros and hit somebody for 10. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pretty good. Delina Wild Mage. Delina Wild Mage. This feels like one that you know. I do. What is it? This is, I don't even know. Whenever it attacks, you choose a creature you control. Sure. Then you roll the d20. If you get between 1 and 14, you create a tapped and attacking copy of the creature that gets sacked at the end of the turn. Sure. If you roll a 15 to a 20, you do that and then roll again. Oh. It's a cool card. Yeah. It's very cool. So you could make like two or three. Then you could make extra dongs. If you keep rolling hot and rolling dongs. Two, two, three dongs rolling in. I guess they all die to legend rule, but you know what? Who but cares? But they, they still ETB. Yeah, they pop in, do their thing. They still thwomp. Yeah. Song on the table, baby. Is there a better word for for that than thwomp? No, no, there is not. Oh, what no. if what if it's like what if my opponent only has a two two and I like get four dongs? Get thwomped four times. Get, get what is, is it like? Th- th- thwipped? <laughs> no, it's thwomped. It's thwomped every time. I'm telling you. Okay, death kiss. Death kiss. <laughs> Speaking of getting thwomped. We're talking about boiled asses. Let's talk about Death's Kiss. Do not Google any of what we just said. (laughs) This is a six drop, five, five, beholdy. Whenever a creature an opponent controls attacks one of your opponents, which is going to be all the time because they're goaded. Yeah. Double its power until end of turn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. This is why we need Dong to have instant speed. So we can double something's power. And then we can dong them, and you take... Yeah, okay. Anyways, it does more stuff. Red XX Monstrosity X. So you put X plus one plus one counters on it. If it's not monstrous already. Yeah. Yeah. Just wait, there's more. (laughs) Yeah. When Death Kiss becomes monstrous, goad up to X target creatures your opponents control. Sick. So if, yeah, now you just goad everybody because you got double mana, triple mana. This is a payoff card. Yep. This is a payoff card. Cool. Another new card I really like, Bothersome Quasit. What is a Quasit? It's a little demon that's very mischievous. As you can see here, he's feeding milk to a kitten. Very mischievous. Because kittens aren't supposed to drink milk after they're not kittens anymore. It's not very good for them. Well, the, if he's... Gives them a tummy ache. If he's, he's giving milk to a kitten, then it's fine. He's giving that kitten a tummy ache. Guaranteed. Well, he has menace. Yep. And goaded creatures your opponent's control can't block. Uh, sure. So you have your geode rager. Yeah. Right? Then you play a land. 
Oh, now yeah. this guy's creatures can't block, and everybody else who's goaded just beats the shit out of them. Yes, that is awesome. Yeah. Just wait, there's more. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, goad target creature and opponent controls. Boom. So you would play this guy first. Correct. Sequencing one-on-one with Commander Cookout. Now this guy is going to be become very important in just a couple of minutes. Bayloth, Bayer. Trill Entertainer. See, you can't even do the D&D names. That name is stupid. That's not a D&D name. That's a Baldur's Gate video game name, which was created by some guy just whapping his fucking palm on the keyboard. Probably his dong. Yeah. On, on the keyboard. Yeah. Creatures your opponents control with power less than... Oh, now I have to say it. Yeah. Bayloth's power are goaded. So, as of now, one... Power creatures and smaller are goaded. Yep. Okay. Whenever a goaded attacking or blocking creature dies, we create a treasure. Hey, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good because we got that dragon that wins us the game. Yeah. That's good. And oh, and choose a background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna mention how he works in in, in a second here. Okay. We we're got gonna... two more cards. Agitator and at the beginning of your end step. Each player may put two plus one counters on a creature they control. Goad each creature that had counters put on it this way. Pure and simple. Pure and simple goader. What could be the last creature, Ryan? What could it be? Could it be the most efficient, most effective, most handsomest, bestest creature ever printed in the entire game? Brash Taunter. Probably has a big dong. Probably does, and that's probably what he's telling that guy while he's taunting him. It's like, my dong is giant. So for those of you that are uninitiated to the nation slash amazing high-powered cards, Brash Taunter is a 1-1 goblin for red 4, indestructible. Whenever he is dealt damage, he does that much damage to target opponent, and he has red 2 tap. He fights target creature. He protect, he attack. And in a pinch, he will deliver the fatal smack. Yes. Mm -hmm. Deliverance. Yes. Brash Taunter does grievous hurt unto thee. Yes. <laughs> Brash Taunter will take damage for your sins and then turn those sins back upon the sinner and kill them. How many games in Bellevue you win with Brash Taunter? Three. <laughs> Brash Taunter is the truth, and I'm here to tell the truth of the Taunter. Amen. Speaketh the truth unto thee. Yep. <laughs> we'll move on to some instants here. We've got six of them total, and they all kind of have something in common. And they all work with Bayloth. Remember him? Yeah. Maybe if you're watching on YouTube, Joe will have him on the screen so that we can remind you. Everybody's reminded so while we talk about these. So I'll say it for those who aren't. Creatures your opponents control with power less than him are goaded. Yes. So if we boost up his power, wink, wink everything's going to be goaded. That's right. Okay, so let's look at our insties. Titan strength. Plus three, plus one, scry one. Mercadia's downfall. Attacking creatures get plus X, plus O until end of turn, where X is the number of non-basic lands defending player controls. That doesn't necessarily make our dude bigger, but that card is awesome. Yes. Yeah, that's gooder. Invigorated Rampage. Choose one. Target creature gets plus four and gains trample. Or two target creatures both get plus two and trample. Very good. Yep. So you can use that to get everybody to attack or get some of their attackers in for more damage. Yep. Infuriate. This is a weird one. Why isn't this brute strength? Maybe he didn't have a brute strength. Target creature gets plus 
three plus two until end of turn. Brute strength is plus three plus three. It's, it's I don't use this word very often because people on the internet tell me I'm wrong, but this is strictly worse. <laughs> <laughs> Here's that chaos warp I told you about earlier. Yep. And the last card is butt lust. Yeah. In I've, a deck about dongs, we have a, a, a card. Called butt lust. Yep, and no kid shaming in the nation. She is rubbing up against something wrinkly. Oh, that's a butt for sure. Uh, it looks that like the some inside kind of... of somebody's. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. That got flipped outside. Yep. Target creature gets plus four, plus zero. No, plus four, minus four until end of turn. If it reduces the creature's toughness to less than one, the creature's toughness is one. Hey, so you can't use it as a removal spell, but you can use it as a make all your dudes attack spell. Or in a pinch, make a creature do more damage spell. Yeah. Or make a creature die on blocks spell. Yeah, pump my guy. He becomes a five whatever, or a seven, six whatever. All your guys are goaded. Nobody can block. <laughs> <laughs> Double your guy's power. Ten out of ten. Awesome. Uh, that's the deck. That is the deck. It's been a good long while since we got a, yeah, got a good deck tech. Now, I want to focus on strengths and weaknesses here. What do you want to start with? Well, we usually start with the strengths. Then sure. we talk about weaknesses. Okay. Politics. Yes. Politics. Not only me doing politics unto thee, but if if I've got like pump or whatever, or dongs out and you got a big guy, I don't want you to attack me because I'll dong you with your own big guy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Or um or the the brave goad where where you can attack me. Oh yeah, don't do it. Yeah. As don't we, do it, I'll go to all you guys. As the great Portal Three Kingdoms proverb says yes a dong in the command zone is almost as good as a brash taunter in the in play zone yes a dong in the hand is worth two in the bush <laughs> <laughs> don't google that <laughs> yeah i i knew you were gonna say that too that's why i said man we're really good at this oh, we're really good at this okay game. strengths <laughs> Man. Okay, I haven't had one of those in a long time where I had to turn away from the mic. Stronger than other goad decks when 1v1 because your commander can actually close a game for you. Yes. And you've got that secondary artifact win condition or that tertiary artifact win condition. And you've got this like the win condition with your Dracu Seth. You've got a Brash Taunter. Yep. The Death's Kiss on its own could probably do some damage if you've monstrosityed it and now you're beating wholesale ass with it. Yes. Yeah. I think the deck slaps. Yes. Yeah. It's got enough bangers. Okay. Bra oh, yeah. Brash Taunter and other CCO favorites. Yes. Literally my next note. Yes. Yeah. Uh, love the instant speed and terrible combat tricks that we're playing in here. It yes. feels jank. It feels like Commander of Old. It feels kind of like my Zata deck. Yeah. Right? Okay. So we're going to get back to those in a minute, though. Can be made pretty budget. This deck... Yes. For a few foils you cut out of this deck and a few of the spendy cards, you can put this deck together for cheap. We'll talk about that in a sec. Yeah. And uh, Commander punishes players late game, which we already touched on. Yes. Moving over to the weaknesses. Those instant speed, terrible combat tricks. Are terrible. Are, are six, well, five really, relatively underpowered cards for the Commander format. You can use your... Creature tutor guy to find your Bayloth. Oh, you find Imperial Recruiter to get the... Yes. Yeah, there you go. Yes. And then your combat tricks make sense. Because your combat tricks just are shitty cards without Bayloth. Like Titan's Strength is like, what the... What is this even here? Yeah. For? Really? Yeah. Scrying one? Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's good. Okay. Um, we are not playing, because we're playing some of that symmetrical kind of... 
political. Nobody, nobody hit me. Everybody love Brando. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're not playing some of the more powerful red chaos draw or card draw engines. And no Jessica's will. No Jessica's will. No underwear breach. Nothing like that. You could play them, could. but we're not. But we're not. Yeah, because we're playing, and I think we're playing like the the uh, Howling Mine and the Font of Mythos and stuff because we're playing the dragon that wins us the game for having 20 artifacts. Sure. Which I think is a totally reasonable way or reason to play all of those cards. Yeah. Okay. Suffers from the mono problem. I'm just going to call it the mono problem. You're not incorporating other colors as powers or strengths. So you got to work with what you got, and it's a monocolor. Even though as we go forward, we're going to notice we're not going to be able to talk about that anymore because we've already sort of gotten to a point where each color, even white at this point, can kind of do everything. I suppose, yeah. You can't tell me, though, and, and this is what I mean by the mono problem. You can't tell me, though, that if we added black or blue to this deck that we'd get that we wouldn't get better card draw or oh, yeah. better yeah. sweepers or or whatever the category is right yeah yeah so i don't know it's it's neither here nor there because lots of people really love monocolor decks yeah. i think you're one of them yes yes i am one of them so moving over to the budget oh yeah we got an invocation blood moon in here yeah 140 bucks yeah, much more than a non-foil blood moon yeah what's blood moon 12 bucks 10 bucks? 12, 15 maybe? Yeah. It's on the high fine. end? That's fine. Yeah. We've got a gamble in here, which is 23 bucks. You could cut it. We could cut it. We're already playing Imperial Recruiter to find the thing that we want and not have to discard it. Yep. <laughs> With our deck that doesn't draw cards. That's right. Yeah. Um, extra planar lens, 30 bucks. Cut that. Cut it. Yep. Play a gauntlet of might. It's a cool $350. <laughs> Wait a second. I think I'm doing it wrong. There are a There is a plethora of three drop mana rocks that would just go in there, neat as can be, with your extra planar lens. Yeah. Just and all we've, sorts we've, of them. we've done two specials on them. Yeah. And they're all, I'm not saying, oh, they're all better, but they're all good. You can play all of them, and you don't have to worry about getting blown out when you tap out on, like, turn two, exile your one land to get yep. that into play, and then have somebody just shatter it. And then you yeah. look like an asshole. Exactly. You know what you do if you're new to the channel, because we've got a lot of new subs. Thanks for being here. What took you so long? If you're coming over from channels that say only one and two drop mana rocks are playable, what you do is, is this. You search on YouTube. You go CCO three drop mana rock. You're going to find our top five, and you're going to find a whole special episode on why three drop mana rocks are good to play. Yep. There you go. Mm -hmm. Final one, that Hellkite Tyrant, that extra win con I was toting. Yeah. Ten bucks. Used to be thirty. Much better. Uh, I think Much we still uh, I think we still play it, right? Oh yeah. 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 I don't think there's anything in here that's so expensive we cut it. Except honestly. for the invocation blood moon. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean you just get a regular blood moon. Like I don't like you could defoil this deck for like, the three cards that are foil in it and just play them like, yeah this deck is not a budget breaker you could cut the vesuva i think that's a few bucks it's 13 bucks you could yeah. cut it and play like um like um, 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 um fabled passage because then you get two land drop like yeah. triggers for your one landfall guy yeah that's fine yeah and it's not fetch land priced right? yeah well it's it's the it's the budget fetch land right yeah. and you don't need much more than that because all your fetch yeah. is basic mountains anyway so yeah. you're all good should we move to Card of the week? You mean card of the week? And do you remember how to do that? Oh, yeah, it's a magic trick. It's like riding a bike. You never forget. Oh, sure. I've got, this is what I got because we laughed kind of hard at it. Okay. Spectacular showdown. Oh, you mean? <laughs> the card? 
Yes, hell yeah. So let's read it again for everybody that might have missed it earlier in the show. It's sorcery for red one, put a double strike counter on target creature, then goad each creature that had a double strike counter put on it this way. You could overload it for red, 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 four. There you go. Cool art. It it does what the deck does. It's got overload. It it kind of does everything that you want. It could do some serious work. It costs one less than an insurrection and could hypothetically do way more damage. Yeah, if I've got a 7-7 seven, seven flying dragon like a Dracuseth or what have you, and I give it double strike and my opponent's at like 14 or 15 or whatever because Dracuseth's going to deal three or four more damage to them on top of attack, mm-hmm. it's like... Take seven, take seven, take four. Yep. And they're probably going to die. Yep. And Spectacular Showdown can be yours for the cool price of two ninety nine Canadian dollars. Oh, that's like a buck American. Those are loony dollars. Oh, yeah, that's like a dollar. That's like a dollar. Even less if you use CCO Spring promo mm. code and get 5% off. If you email Fusion and you were like, hey, I want $100 worth of Spectacular Showdowns because Commander Cookout Guy said it was an awesome card, mm-hmm. you could use CCO Perks and get 10% store kickback. Hell yeah. On how many would that be? I don't know, uh, 40, like 30 of them? 33 of them? Sure. Ah, there's tax, like 30 of them. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, still pretty good. Uh, how much if we want the extended art one? This is important because that's cool art. We're, we're, we picked it because of the art. Also, $2.99. There we go. <laughs> Hell same yeah. Price. Same price. I love when the premium stuff is worth the same as the original. I like that. That's, yep. a, that's a real thing that I actually like. Yep. I enjoy that. Yep, yep, yep. The whole deck, we didn't say, uh, can be yours for $395 USD. That's, if, that's before you cut out the $140 Blood Moon. Yes. And I think that Vaishino Heretic was foiled too, wasn't it? That yeah, it was like worth... six bucks or so. Yeah, that's like $15. Oh, yeah, sure. You know what? If we cut out all the, the three cuts that I said, Blood Moon, Gamble, Extra Planar Lens, $200 deck. That's about where your commander decks are these And days. you're going to have a ton of these cards because a ton of them came in commander products. Yep. If you got like the Baldur's Gate commander precon goad deck, lots of these were in there. They'll have lots of this already. Yeah. Yep. Final section. Is it the spice calculator? We haven't done a spice calculator in a good long while. Do you remember how to do that? I do. I do remember the spice calculator. Peep this. Okay. Okay. So, popularity on edhrec.com. <laughs> haven't said that in a long time. 48 decks. That puts it 82nd among mono red, so you don't have to look it up. 82nd. But what's it close to? What don't is know. It? Something that nobody's ever heard of. A nobody from nowhere with no hometown. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Found it. Real fast. It puts him right above Captain Lanry Storm and right below Arnie Brokenbow. Yeah, two winners. Yeah, two winner, fat. winner, chicken dinners. Yeah. Man. Look at this. He's two above Rograk, son of Rockgaw. And Krark the Thumbless, partners, two below, Rograx, son of Raga, all by himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Dong, son of no one. Yes, from nowhere. Yes. Okay, average mana value, three, six, eight. Yeah. That's getting there. That's now pretty high. Now we're talking. I like that. That's I commander like that. shit right there. Two tutors in the deck. That's gonna hurt you. Cut the gamble though. That's okay. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna run it with the gamble because I think there are four different ways that this deck can find victory through. Dong. Dong. Attacking with dragons. Beating with dragons. 
Getting your opponents to kill each other through politics. Okay. Having 20 artifacts. And having 20 artifacts. There it is. Yeah. You missed one. What is it? There's a brash taunter in this deck, Ryan. I, I, Have you I ever kinda... been brash tauntered? Okay, should we ch should we change it to five win cons? Yes. Okay, that that helps the spice calculator a little bit. Now yes. the the final parameter is the cards different than the commanders page on edhrec.com. Okay. Now before we get to it, don't forget everybody. You can go instead of asking me via email or Twitter or Discord or wherever. You go to commandercoco.com.com. Scroll down like one or two little clicks on your mouse wheel, mm -hmm. and there's a big thing that says download the spice calculator yeah you can download it right to your phone or computer and you can do it yourself and if you want to so denote your decks and how spicy they are mm -hmm. you can go over commandercoco.com slash store mm -hmm. and buy the spice calculator spice rating sticker and you can denote your cc oval rating i love it that's cco scoville rating yes how spicy your deck is do you get it you yes. get it? You get it? I super get it. Everybody gets it? Yeah. Okay. Good. That's what you do. Yes. That's what you do. You don't ask me. You go and download it yourself. You're a grown-up, probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uniqueness rating. Cards different than the stock page on EDH Rex homepage for Dong, not including lands. Hit up with the number. 28. That's all right. Punch it all into the spice calculator. People, people, people. 66.4. That's pretty good. That's a dang spicy That's ass a, nugget. That is a spicy nug right there. Yes. I, I love how your commander actually matters. And it's not just like big thing with haste or make treasures or draw all the cards. It's like or cast the, it, you die. Or the Grenzo that says goad on it. You could have done that too. Oh, yeah. And your deck wouldn't be nearly as good. Yeah, because the Grenzo goad deck is the goad deck. Yeah. And this is the poli politics, the politics, political, decide where you're going to attack because it's going to cost you yeah. until I can goad you, until you play your big guy, and then I kill you. Yeah. I like this deck. This so big uh, big thanks to Geoffrey Castle or Joffrey Asshole that, <laughs> that sent it, and I, I very much like it. What uh, What is your final thoughts of the day? Final thoughts of the day. We knew right from the very beginning when we started talking about this that I was going to like this deck. It's got everything I like. It's got Brash Taunter. It's mono red. It's reminiscent of one of the favorite lists that we've ever talked about over the 322 episodes of this show. So I think this is awesome. I think we should all go out and build something like it. Or if you see it in the wild, you should get pumped and play against it. Because I'll bet you're going to have a very interesting game, which is what we're all about here in the nation. What are we going to do next week, Ryan? I don't know yet. Are we going to tell people to go to FusionGamingOnline.com, use special promo code CCO Spring slash CCO Perks to save 5% off stuff they're going to buy anyway, or get 10% store kickback if they order $100 worth of stuff? Yes, and in addition to that, no shit, just got an email, Okay. and it's like 8.30 p.m. in the evening, yep. sun's going down. Yep. I made my Fusion order after 4 p.m. today, mm -hmm. and it's in the mail, shipped Less than four hours later. Amazing. That's freaking fast. That's service. That's, and that, that's, that's why. That's yeah, why. Yeah. And that's the kind of service that you get when you patronize the patrons of your very favorite program on the entire internet. Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song. Ooh.